Sports stories from the 419 in Northwest Ohio brought to you by A Voice You Know. It's time to go around the area and around the Hearn. Hello there, and welcome to the very last episode of the month of June, a busy month of June, a lot of things going on. Not as much sports-related this week, but the things that aren't going on are pretty massive, including the guest this week in John Adams, was the Wayne Trace Junior High baseball coach, and his helping set up a terrific, terrific event you'll hear him talk about that not only raises money for junior high baseball, in Haviland, but also uh, raises money for MS and MS awareness, a uh, cause that I absolutely am a huge proponent of, and he talks about that coming up here in a few, and also one of my favorite young athletes, uh, just a, a very bright young lady that has made a mark already on the world of sports in multiple sports in Ottawa, and uh, Titans do everything. Alexa Fortman, she talks about the race in Chicago that she just ran during the quote-unquote offseason season. And not that there is an off season for her, but you'll hear her talk about that a little bit as well in just a few. Send out a ton of things to get to. Just uh, big events going on in the world of Lima. Josh Holler, congratulations to him. Won the uh, Lima City Golf title for the first time since I believe it was 2015. Lima Area Tennis Association had their uh, finals this past weekend. Both involved uh, the head coach and the assistant coach from the University of Northwestern Ohio. The head coach and Jeff Brown, he lost in the finals to his student and his player in Omar Kavanov in the uh, singles title matchup. And in the uh, women's bracket, 13-year-old Lucia Fuderic beat UNOH assistant coach Andrea Arago-Brown in the women's finals in two sets. Congratulations to that young lady, 13 years old and already beating college coaches. Had a uh, terrific run through that tournament and got to see on the local news just uh, how good she did. It was fantastic. Lima Locos, Great Lakes Summer Collegiate Lead at North Standings, the uh, 2019 champs, not faring as well right now, sitting at 11-10 and 10 at fourth place in the North, Grand Lake. They're in seventh at 7-14 seven and 14 right now, trying to get things to come together. Perhaps the biggest news of everything that's been going on, the U.S. Olympic Trials had a handful of men and women trying to make their bid for the Olympics, which, by the way, are in less than, like, three weeks. And it is a crazy, crazy uh, time for what would have been 2020, but you know how that goes. Sam Prackle, the Versailles graduate, finished ninth in the men's 1,500-meter run. Unfortunately, will not be making the trip to Tokyo. Bluffton grad Trevor Bassett ended up eighth in the men's 400-meter hurdles. And if you didn't see these races, they were really late. At night, I honestly forgot they were on. I think one of the races that Bassett ran was 1 o'clock or so. Well, kind of a neat thing uh, for those young men and women. Ohio Northern's Emily Richards ran the 800 meters. Austin Combs from Finley was in the hammer toss. Unfortunately, neither qualified. But Tri-Villages graduate, Clayton Murphy, won the 800-meter finals with a world-leading time of 143-1. He'll be headed to Tokyo for the Olympics, and congratulations to him and uh, go uh, Team USA. Taking a look at the uh, Prep Baseball Report All-Ohio list that came out. Boy, oh boy, is this a big list from Northwest Ohio. You start on Division Two. Logan Maxwell from Shawnee headed to Texas Christian, named the D2 All-Ohio Player of the Year, also the Position Player of the Year, and the Twitter Poll Player of the Year. First team honors went to Defiance pitcher Jaden Jerger, 10-0 on the year with a 1.33. His teammates, Braden Shaw and uh, Jacob Howard, go second team in utility on that list. 
and we're joined by Van Wert duo of Owen Treese and Luke Wessel. We're Jacob Howard in the honorable mention list. Division three, Archibald pitcher DJ Newman named the uh, position player of the year and the Twitter poll player of the year. He was joined on the uh, first team by uh, Baths, Lex Bodeker, Zach McKibben from Coldwater, listed as an outfielder, despite the fact that I don't think he played one pitch of outfield. was a shortstop and a pitcher. Hunter Kowser, the uh, utility player from Paulding, and Andrew Imtherm from uh, Tenora, both listed as utility players on the D3 first team. Second team, Nolan Schaefer from Tenora, listed as a catcher. Lincoln Garlock from Liberty Benton, joined by uh, teammate Cam Garlock, an infielder and a pitcher, respectively. And Reese Dellinger from uh, Coldwater, listed as a utility on the second team. Honorable mention, Tenora's Marcus Grube. Miles Blassengame from Coldwater. Cole Camizzo from uh, Tenora all as infielders. Pitching slots went to Jordan Motter from Allen East, Sam Woods from Paulding, Indian Lakes, Gavin Jones, and Jaden Seiler from Archbold, who had a tremendous year for Archbold at 10-3 and and a 1.21 earned run average. Utility spots, Marcel Blassengame from Coldwater and Blake McGarvey from Paulding round out the Division Three list. Division Four, this is where a lot of Northwest Ohio goes. Landon Price from Lincoln View, the uh, D4 Player of the Year, the Pitcher of the Year, and the Twitter Poll Player of the Year. More on him in a second. Joins this list on the first team. Catcher in Colin Overholt, his teammate, helped lead the Lancers to the uh, state title game by hitting 444. Ryan Hake from St. Henry, who had the worst luck, got beat by the Lancers along the way in Coldwater 1-0. He ends up as an All-Ohio pitcher on the first team. As does Tyler Sickmiller from Lipsick, 10-2 this year with a .63 earned run average. Ryan Yanks from Perry, .95 his earned run average. And Ryan Johnson from Pandora Caboa, 4-1 with a .86 for the Rockets. Mitchell Hayes from New Bremen, another all-Ohio list for him. He's a first-team utility player in Division Four. And Luke Krause from Antwerp, one of a handful of archers you'll hear about named as a utility player on the uh, first-team list as well. D2 led by Antwerp's Chase Clark. Or, excuse me, second team. Led by Antwerp's Chase Clark. Jake Sanders, the infielder from Fort Loramie, hit 449. Owen Weatherill from Harden Northern hit 500 to uh, join that list. And a lot of pitchers. Josh Turbin from Audeville. Xavier Thornton from Arlington. Caden Kraft from Ayersville, who went 7-1 and this year. Nolan Schmitz, the number two guy for St. Henry, 6-4. And, and Warren Shockley from Riverside, 10-3, and three, with the highest earned run average of this group. And it's crazy because it's only 2.25. Austin Leasty batted 4.03. He was on the utility list for the second team, along with Lipsick's Trey Schrader, Caleb Meyer from Fort Lormie, and Carson Regular from Jackson Center in Division 4. Honorable mention, grab your popcorn. This is a good list. Catchers, Vince Hills from New Bremen and Darren Hoying from Fort Loramie. Infielders, there's four of those. Rushi's Drew Sherman, McCombs' Jared Dillon, Crestview's Aiden Lichtensteiger, and Miller City's Austin Rui. I saw all four of those kids play, and they are tremendous choices on the honorable mention list. Outfielders, five of those. Luke Earhart from Kaleida, TJ Michael from Miller City, Simon Godwin from Riverside, Zane Chappie from Rushi and Quinn Schrader from Lipsick on the uh, D4 honorable mention list on the Prep Baseball Report All-Ohio list. 
Pitchers? Well, we've got quite a few of those. Ryan Lukey from Kaleida. Ryan Seaver from Audeville. Caleb Geeskin from Miller City just rounding out the PCL list. Blake Iden from Ayersville. Jackson Bergman from Hicksville. Derek Meyer from Fort Loramie. The Rushi duo of Grant Saunders and Xavier Flippo. Who, by the way, combined to go something like 16-2 and two on the year. Caleb Neese from Miller City. Daniel Patch from uh, Fort Recovery. Cooper Wenslick from Wayne Trace rounds out the uh, pitcher list. And then the utility players, you've got Fort Loramie's Mac Fortman. Ben Blickle from New Bremen. That's my dude, Benny Blickle. Connor Gephardt from Lima Central Catholic. Hunter Sproles from Antwerp. And Dane Ebel, the tremendous sophomore from Lincoln View. Trust me, next year he's going to be much higher than I will mention on that list. But uh, credit to the guys at PBR for putting that list out. They also went one step deeper, and they did their Elite 25 list, which was headlined by Shawnee's Logan Maxwell as the co-player of the year and position player of the year. Landon Price was named co-pitcher of the year. Maxwell Price and Bass Lex Bodeker, all named to the Elite Top 25 list. Luke Krause named to the September call-up list. And then the uh, starting nine, the nine best players in the state of Ohio, regardless of division. Logan Maxwell would be leading off and playing center field. Alex Bodeker would be at first on that list. But just a tremendous list from those guys. And I've seen about 65 70% of that list uh, of those three divisions play this year. And those are some absolutely terrific choices from Northwest Ohio. We've got... Such a great thing to talk about coming back. John Adams, the Wayne Trace Junior High Baseball Fundraiser and the MS Fundraiser is on the way. And Alexa Fortman talks about everything that is OG. Coming up here in a few on Around the Hearn. Did you know the Hegemeyer Tire Service on 120 South Walnut Street in Van Wert is under new ownership? Be sure to stop in and see new owners Kevin Price and Jared Hartman today. For all of your vehicle service needs, or give them a call at 419-238-2140 to schedule your next appointment. If you need tires, then you need Hegemeyer Tire Service at 120 South Walnut Street in Van Wert. Hegemeyer Tire Service is a proud sponsor of Lincoln View Baseball and says Go Lancers. Are you in Spencerville and looking for a place to eat before the Bearcats play? Well then, head to my place, 128 North Broadway, for deep fried mushrooms, chili cheese fries, the best pie around, and soup of the day. If you're in a hurry and just want to order some to go, you can give Doug and his staff a call at 419-647-4062 and they'll have it ready for you. My Place Restaurant at 128 North Broadway in Spencerville, a proud supporter of Bearcat Athletics. If you've ever paid attention to this show or anything I've ever done, you know that one, I absolutely adore baseball, and two, I'm a terrible golfer. That's uh, something that has been known, but also... I love to be able to find things and be able to help things get noticed, and that's kind of the basis of this interview. I will talk about with John Adams, the uh, Wayne Trace Junior High Club Baseball outing and the MS Golf outing that they're having. We've been talking about it for a while before we went on to do this interview, and we're a lot in the same in kind of how we approach things of loving baseball and wanting to really kind of help cure, eradicate, get rid of MS, however you want to say it. And, I mean, John, this is – a heck of an undertaking that you guys are putting on. Yeah, we, we started it uh, to raise money for our boys so that the parents don't have to have a big financial obligation. And uh, that way the kids can still play baseball. And then it's just kind of morphed into the MS thing. And it's because it's very personal to me and, and one of the other coaches. And uh, we decided to give back to multiple sclerosis along with it. And this will be our third year of trying to raise money for two great programs. 
And how did you decide, I mean, on golf? I mean, obviously, it's a not an easy thing in terms of it's a very expensive thing to generally put on. It is, and it, it just kind of started from just sitting around all of us coaches and just trying to decide what we were going to do, and we chose to do a golf outing, and it is a massive undertaking. I would have had no idea what it was going to be to try to do it. I thought it was just a bunch of people got together and played golf and donated money for stuff, but it's sponsorships, it's gifts, it's trips that we've gotten, it's raffle tickets that we try to sell, it's everything, and it's it starts in usually about December. We start getting stuff around for it, and it runs all the way until July when we get ready to have the outing. Isn't it kind of amazing? I mean, obviously you've done this a couple of times now where it's a little bit easier each time, I would hope. There are things that are easier, but then there's things that, that you still, I, at least I might, me personally, I still get a little nervous when I go to make a phone call uh, to ask somebody for money, especially with all the COVID stuff the last couple of years and, um, or the last year, I guess. And, you know, here we are in our third year and it's getting bigger and better, but it's still, there's still that nerves that I get every time when we don't get golfers signing up right away when we first started announcing it and then uh, making phone calls to sponsors and wondering what they're going to say, there's still a lot of nerves that go into it, but it does get easier and it's, we've kind of got a good system going. How are you as far as golf goes? Are are you any good or are you just kind of trying to concentrate on everything else and use that as an excuse? Well, uh, I'm not a golfer. I golf, but it's more of just going out with a couple of buddies and, you know, maybe have an adult beverage or two and swing and see what we can do. Yeah, so try. I, I just try to do the least amount of damage possible. Exactly. Yeah, if I can, if I can come back with about five balls of the ones I took or the thirty that I took, I'm pretty satisfied. I I always tell people this. Uh, my father-in-law or my stepfather, when we used to go out to Deerfield out by Van Wert, we would actually lose him off the turn, and he would go and he'd come back with forty more balls than he left with. I haven't gone that far yet, but I probably put a couple of those in that woods. Oh, absolutely. I. Uh... I, if there's water anywhere to, close to us, and we our golf course we play on is right next to the Ogways River, um, I can guarantee you that whenever I have to go along that river, my ball is winding up in the in the water, and I don't even want to. It's possible that you should just have a sponsor for you of golf balls, just someone who will exactly. sponsor giving you like three cases. Yeah, if Callaway or Titleist or any of those are listening, yeah, we I would definitely do that for you. I think you just got to find a sporting goods store at this point. <laughs> Somebody, somebody's got to help us out. <laughs> but I mean, it's obviously it's cool because with Wayne Trace, a program not in Auglaize County last time that I checked, being able to have that kind of uh, movement from one to the other and kind of get a little bit of a smattering of everybody in between to come help out or at least be a part of it. It is. Um, you know, we're right here in Paulding County and, you know, we're just a small school, but our, our varsity coach is really trying to turn the Wayne Trace program into into major force in this area. And we've done, he's done a heck of a job and that's kind of my, been my driving force is that what he wants to do, I want to help get it there. And we've had people that golfed the last three years from Toledo. We've had, we had a guy from Wapakoneta and he brought a foursome up this year. Uh, there's somebody coming from Southern Michigan that's going to be coming down and getting our outing. And it's just, just the amount of people that have found us. And a lot of it, you know, is, is the reason that we're doing it. You know, we're not just doing it to, to raise money to, you know, buy new uniform stuff. We're doing it for the kids and we're doing it for the other cause that's important to us as DMF. That's something that, again, we talked about our connections to it with our wives before we went on. But I mean, to, to be able to see, you know, you said everybody's connected somehow and you don't realize 
how much that person is your hero until you have someone that goes through it and to just be able to help in any way. I mean, I, I, that's a huge personal thing. Absolutely. When, uh, when you said that about the hero part, that is true. Uh, you know, if you ever, if you've never been around somebody with MS, you wouldn't even understand it. Multiple sclerosis. It's, um, it's a very debilitating disease and it can be very, very life changing for people. And, if you know somebody that has it and you watch them go about their daily lives and go to work every day and they don't give up and they just, they function through every little up and down that they get because they, you never know when it's going to hit and to understand what they go through to do that. That's the reason I would say that you found a hero in them because it's, uh, it's, it's huge when you have it. I love, uh, on the Facebook page that folks can find there's pictures of everything that you've had donated and you're also doing a raffle. Yeah, we, we've had a lot of local businesses, big businesses, um, you know, national businesses that have helped us out. And anybody that gives it, the main reason we get the prizes is because we want to, at the end of the day, we want to return the favor to the golfers for coming out and supporting us. We we try to do everything we can to give them all a prize. And, and we are doing a raffle this year that's going to have, a, it's got a $1,000 set of Goodrich tires, BF Goodrich tires um, from the factory there in Fort Wayne. Um, again, another place near and dear to me, that's where I work but they're giving a thousand dollars for this. And so you can buy a chance to win that, uh, Ruger Bushmaster 450, um, a nine millimeter pistol, nine millimeter pistol from auto ordinance. And we're going to have a 24, 25 quart Orion cooler. That's a really nice cooler that keeps your pops, waters and beverages nice and cold for a very long time. Also, I see some really nice artwork. You just had donated recently. Yeah, there was a, uh, and forgive me, I can't remember who that was. The one of the Dottie Elliott. Yep, that was. Uh, I didn't get that one. One of the other guys that works with us got that. And uh, when I seen it, I was amazed by the amount that they've given us, and I'm just blown away by by what they've uh, what people have given us over the over the course of the years. And this year is going to be huge with the the prizes. And for the golfers, one of the things that's going to be huge for us this year is um, not only the raffle that you know is for the general public and the golfers but this year we've got a couple of trips we've got a trip to florida that's been donated to us by a resort down there that you know you can go down and spend three days in florida on this coupon and there's going to be one for toledo we're going to have a nice steakhouse coupon mancy steakhouse we're going to have a gift card for that and the hilton in perrysburg and home two suites have each given us a night bar louie is going to give us some coupons for whoever wins that prize because you're going to go up there and sleep for free and eat for free all weekend when you go up there. I would hope that there's a prize for the worst golfer, like at least five bucks or something like that. Yeah, we, we do a little something for them. We, uh, we, we embarrass them. <laughs> we just call them out in front of everybody when it's all over <laughs> while we're eating. Or at least give them something, you know, give them an extra yeah, beer or something. Oh, yeah, we've we got something for them. We always give them a little prize. I love being to look through everything and see the small towns. They're talking about Community Memorial Hospital in Hicksville that donated. Uh, I mean, they picked some terrible teams to donate stuff of Ohio State, Detroit. But I mean, that's so cool to be able to. I an Indians fan. What do I know? But uh, to right. be able to donate that kind of stuff. I mean, that's so cool because of where it's coming from, and obviously their vested interest in what you're doing. Yeah, it, everybody that reaches out to us and gives us something, it, it means something to them, I can tell. And um, 
you know, they might not come out and golf and they don't mind up by any of our level sponsors that we have. We have four different levels. They might not do that, but they might donate something from their store or their hospital or their, you know, their little, you know, mom and pops gas station or whatever. We get something from everybody that they, just so we can give back. And that's, it's been huge with all the, all the items that we've gotten and people seem to want to, want to help no matter how. And I want to be sure to mention this because I absolutely love these people and we talked about it before, but you've gotten quite a bit of help in terms of getting everything out there as far as information from uh, some other radio folks. Yeah. Uh, WKSP 99.7, uh, Kenny Stabler and the guys have, uh, really helped us out with getting our information out during basketball and football games for the, for the past fall year and winter years. And, um, 102.7 my sports out of Paulding it's a new station's been around for a couple of years and they they've done an interview with us here recently and and have helped us get the information out that way too everybody wants to find that information kind of be a part of it where can they do that where can they go well it's a pretty long title we're thinking about changing it but it's Wayne Trace Junior High Club Baseball backslash multiple sclerosis golf outing and that's on Facebook and you can find us on Twitter at WTJH backslash well, MS golf outing. And then we put all our information on both those. And the event itself takes place on July the 17th. Is that right? Correct. At 8 a.m. at Ogways Golf Course. Uh, it's actually in Paulding County, but it's got a defiance address when you look it up. So don't be too confused. We're, it's right on the edge of Paulding County defiance. I thank you so much for doing this. I obviously am a huge fan of everything you guys are doing. And I'm, I'm happy to be able to sit down and try to get more folks out there. Oh, absolutely. I, I appreciate you reaching out to us and we we able to do this. And, um, you know, if we can get the kids to play baseball for a lot cheaper cost on their parents and, and we can donate to the Multiple Sclerosis Foundation and, and cure that awful disease someday, that would be, uh, that'd be right up my alley to get all that done. Thank you so much. Thank you. That's John Adams. Please be sure to check out Wayne Trace Junior High Club Baseball slash MS Golf Outing on Facebook. Get all your information. I promise you won't see me out there. I won't hit you with a ball, but I'll be here telling you all the information as we go through. At Herring House Furniture in downtown Ottawa, we have the largest selection of reclining furniture in Northwest Ohio, and that's a lot to see. Come on over and check us out. Are you looking for something fun to do this summer? Take the short drive to Huggy Bear Campground on Ringwald Road in Middle Point and see what all your friends will be raving about. Whether you're looking for cabin rentals or just a fun place to set up a tent, Huggy Bear Campground is where the fun never ends. Check them out online at HuggyBearCampground.com and book your visit today. Good luck, Lancers. Talking now to one of the busiest young ladies that I think that there is around in Alexa Fortman, you've got, uh, I, I guess my question is, do you ever get a chance to rest? Yeah, summer is the time to just kind of take a break from everything because during school with all the sports, it's definitely very busy. Well, I don't think that's completely true, though, because did you not just get back from running in Chicago yesterday? I did, yeah. I kind of took a couple weeks off of training after state track and then just kind of went to see what I could still do without training specifically for the 800. Eight out of 12. Uh, Your mom was telling me about it. I talked to her quite a bit to try to keep up on everything that you have going on. But, I mean, how does that come about? She was saying that uh, your dad just kind of decided to take you out there and see how you would do? Yeah, well, we were looking at a couple meets, like, right after state, because a lot of people recommended doing that just to try to improve your time, but none of them really lined up, and Chicago was about the closest one they had. So we decided to just go out there and see what it was all about, because there's a lot of good competition there. 
I saw uh, a couple of the, because Illinois just ended, what, a week or so ago, that a couple of those girls kind of go right out of their season. Is that a bigger advantage for them in that they, they go from essentially one week of uh, they're still in their season or you have, what, two or three or four weeks off between? Yeah, it definitely was difficult just because I hadn't run the 800 in so many weeks competitively, and they were still just, like, fresh from that. So it was kind of a different race than I'm used to. I've had a handful of track coaches on here before, and I've asked them about this. You run during the season at OG uh, quite a few different events. I mean, how what's a, a, a race day like in that you don't really know? You know, you could have uh, 10 minutes, two hours, or, or kind of how long in between to get ready to go again. Yeah, that's the crazy thing about track. Like, you may run at, like, 10 o'clock in the morning and not finish till like, late at n- later in the night. So it's just it's definitely like difficult to just go through and prepare yourself. Each race is like something completely different, and I run anywhere from the 100 to the 1600, so they're all completely different strategies. Do you have to change your mindset between races? Of okay, I mean, obviously distance is different in what you're talking about, but you know, just kind of okay. I know I need to do this now at this interval in the race instead of later or earlier like the other ones. Yeah, definitely, like, the early races, you have to just kind of think in the back of your mind if you need to conserve anything for your later races. And, every like, the sprints are a lot easier just because they're pretty much all out. But distance, you kind of have to, it's mentally challenging to just go through and know when to kick and how to pace yourself throughout the entire race. I would think, for me at least, I would think relays are easier because, and also maybe a little bit harder because you can't just depend on yourself. Yeah, definitely. Especially being anchor, you have to make up that ground because whatever you don't make up, that's where your team's going to place. And you just kind of, that's, relays are pretty fun in like chasing someone down and you have to finish because that's how the race ends. I would think it would just be as you're running along of just, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you, I'm going to get you. Oh, wait, where'd you go? Yeah, (laughs) pretty much. Yep. Uh, At least for you, not for me. I'd just be, where'd they go? (laughs) Why are they a lap ahead of me? Um, (laughs) <laughs> but it's it's such a cool thing, uh, kind of the way that the season worked. Uh, 2020, there's no track. In, in 21, they had to sort of try to figure things out. Jesse Owens wasn't available where everything has gone for years. I, I mean, being at newer, obviously, bottom half of high school, uh, did you care where it was at, or, or did you kind of hope, all right, maybe we're able to go to Jesse Owens? Going to Jesse Owens is definitely like a goal that I just had set for myself, even in junior high, but after losing last year's season, I was pretty much happy that we were just having a track season and didn't need at all. And you go straight from one thing to another. I know as far, like when you started basketball, I mean, you went straight through soccer season. You got cross country. Uh, there's got to be a time where there's kind of an overlap and you have to think, all right, what do I have going on here? <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty crazy from like state cross country on Saturday to basketball on Monday and everything just kind of keeps on going. So I'm in shape the entire year. Well, I know that your head coach, Chris Podraski, had talked about, you know, he's had kind of some challenges with obviously being supportive of your schedule of kind of, okay, everything, you know, soccer in a way kind of to get more in shape because of all the running. But I mean, it's not as if you guys didn't have a terrific year this year. Yeah, we, our team definitely could have like just been more in shape as a whole, I feel like, the summer training. But, yeah, we definitely made it a lot farther than the previous year and played a lot better as a team compared to my freshman season. But was that weirder, though, I mean, in terms of trying to get in shape and keep everybody kind of on the same thing? Because 
you're only allowed to practice in small groups. You're not allowed to have what I think more than six people or whatever at a time. Yeah, it was definitely weird last summer just for all sports because you were so like in such small groups, no one could really like practice together or anything. And it was pretty much just whatever you would do on your own to make yourself better. Do you have a favorite? I mean, of all the things that you do? Um, I really enjoyed track this year, but I like like soccer. Is I've played for so long, so that's really fun too. But yeah, running is one of my definite favorites. Now, because you the four things kind of that you do with the running and then with uh, the team sports, I mean, you're obviously a self motivated person, and that you can see that goal and go, okay, now I can accomplish this. Versus maybe having to slow down at times to to get within that team mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like between individual, like cross country and track are so different from like basketball and soccer. And it's just like switching mindsets to when track you're running just for your own goals. But for soccer, it's like a team sport. So you have to make sure to like include your teammates in that goal as well. Well, or just make sure that you get more goals and then, you know, then everybody wins. <laughs> yeah, then it works. But it, it is just a crazy thing. I mean, to be able to fill up all of that time when you kind of are able to to look back at a season. I know you get like one day in between, you know, to be able to do it. But I mean, how do you how do you kind of put the book on your seasons this past year? Um, I was definitely excited just about what had happened this season. It was after losing last season's track, I was definitely really motivated to just see what I could do this year. And I'm really happy with how everything kind of played out. And I'm definitely like pushing myself even harder for next year to reach even like I'm setting higher goals for myself and greater expectations for the next few years of high school. I have told a handful of people and, and I've been very kind of open with this during broadcasts where especially soccer and then going into basketball, like I love to watch you play because I know that at any point there's not going to be a point where someone is going to, I'm going to say outwork you in the sense of, they're going to be the one there kind of hands on hips towards the end. And you're just going to be running past them of, uh, okay, I, I think she's got this down. And it, it's kind of, it's amazing how as a team that it paid out for basketball this year, it just seemed like you guys didn't care what the score was. Didn't care who the five on the floor were. We're just going to get this thing done. And wherever we end up, we end up. Is there, I, I mean, is that kind of a thing of, I know that some teams don't, necessarily everybody doesn't like one another but it seemed like you guys if you all weren't hanging out you know being drilled running stairs and all that that you would all probably just be hanging out somewhere yeah the basketball team spent a lot of time just like outside of the game and practices we spent a lot of practices together just working on different stuff and it was kind of hard with COVID for that as well because we had to be pretty separate between JV and varsity but I think it was a good experience, especially coming back from not playing last year. Well, and I thought, too, with having kind of that year off that way that it worked out perfectly in a way that so many of the basketball girls also play soccer in the fall together of you don't necessarily have to kind of figure out where are they going to be. It seemed like when certain groups of players got in together, you guys knew right where the other one was going to be. Yeah, definitely a lot of soccer players do both soccer and basketball, so spend a lot of time at practices together for sure. If you ever get off time, what do you do? Definitely like hanging out at the pool for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I can <laughs> see that. Yeah. 
Uh, you make mom take you to the mall, buy all kinds of expensive things. Yeah, some new shoes for all the different sports. <laughs> right, right. Is that, yeah, I would imagine all of your shoes are probably uh, multi-purpose at this point. Yeah, my tennis shoes get a little worn <laughs> very quickly. When uh, you kind of, I know you've had a lot of things. Your mom has told me a handful of them, and I and I kind of don't want to give it away uh, to because it's not my thing. But um, you've had obviously a lot of interest in the last couple of months from uh, big programs. I mean, do you know? what you want to do long-term? Um, I'm not really sure. I want to try to run if I can in college and just kind of see where it takes me, wherever God leads me to go. But I'm just kind of exploring my options and just trying to continue to get better throughout the next two years. And normally I just ask people this because they only play one sport, but it's a little different, obviously, with you. Do you have a, a course or a gym or a field that you get to go to that – you just absolutely love when you go there because you know it's going to bring the best out of you? Honestly, just like going to the track. That's like my favorite place to run like and do speed work and stuff like that. It's That's my favorite spot for sure. And I mean, how much fun are you having right now? Oh, it's pretty fun, you know, taking a break, <laughs> talking. <laughs> it's crazy though. I mean, I like I said, I try to keep up on everything that everybody has going on. And every time I look, I'm like, what? Wait, what is she running now? <laughs> but that's so cool uh, congratulations obviously on the, that big finish I mean that is uh, I read a little bit about that meet a huge meet out in Chicago and I mean I hope you got to at least go see a little bit of the sights while you're out there yeah it's pretty rainy this morning on the way home but last night got to explore the city a little bit got well, some ice cream so that was good <laughs> the rain's probably dad's fault oh yeah for sure <laughs> Well, I thank you so much, and I, I love uh, getting to see what you're doing. I, I hope that everything goes your way, and uh, keep up the great work. Thank you. That's Audible Glendorf's Do Everything, Alexa Fortman, back here in just a few. Tony's on Main Street in Ottawa, home of the Titan Burger, and if you're really hungry, the Cow Tipper. Tony's grounds their hamburger meat each day. Each patty is fresh and never frozen and not cooked until you order it. Don't forget to add some of the great sides like French fries, pickle fries, and their great breaded mushrooms. While you're there, you can't forget to get some of their great ice cream, ice cream treats, and frozen yogurt. Tony's on Main Street in Ottawa, making burger history since 1962. Danny the Dealmaker, are you ready? Ready for what, Eric? Brand new cars and trucks are rolling into Lee Kitzel Chevy Buick GMC again. That's great, because we need pre-owned trades big time. Yep, Danny, have I mentioned lately how much respect I have for this country? Not in the last five minutes. Even the virus can't keep us down. GM workers are back strong and building the best there is. And we're here proud to represent the greatest products on American Road, Chevy, Buick, and GMC. And I love how so many of us in the area have remained positive, helping each other and staying the course. No matter how long this situation takes to resolve itself, please keep this in mind. Lee Kinsel GM Sales and Service has been around for 50 years, and will be around for another 50 years. Wherever you're listening, you're always welcome here in Van Wert. At Kinsel's, it's all about clear, easy-to-understand deals, best quality pre-owned vehicles, top-of-the-line financing, and world-class service. See us online at LeeKinsel.com. Call 866-LEE-KINSEL. Better yet, stop in at 650 West Durban Road in Van Wert. Thank you for finding new roads to help us rebuild the American economy. And thank you so much for listening to this program this week. Big thanks to John Adams and Alexa Fortman for coming on and talking about everything that they have going on as well. It is a big, big summer, I think, coming up. We're going to have a terrific fall 
regions for football just came out from the uh, OHSAA. I find it interesting that Division One has uh, 64 teams that will qualify in the four regions of the 71 teams that are a part of Division One football. It gets much bigger and much harder later on, but uh, okay, I think there's an imbalance. But that's just me. Uh, but that's apparently for another show. We'll see if we could find someone smarter than I to uh, come talk about that. Uh, pretty much everything in Northwest Ohio stayed the same as it was from last year. Everybody pretty much in the same region. Just there will be more playoff teams next year. I already can't wait to get back to calling St. Mary's football. I, I love Bo Fry. I think he's going to do tremendous things uh, with that program. And you could go back a handful of episodes and hear from him. If you haven't, uh, stay safe. Have a great 4th of July weekend. And uh, continue to be smart. Get out. Check out the Locos. Check out Legion Baseball. You can always find it on WZOQ Radio if you are unable to do that. But that's what I've got for this week. Uh, I thank you so much. And already handful of uh, uh, birthday tweets and texts. It's not till Saturday, but I appreciate it nonetheless. Have a great night and an even better tomorrow. We hope you've enjoyed this edition of Around the Hearn. Come back next week for more local stories from the NWO. But until then, be sure to follow us on Twitter at Michael Hearn PBP for more great area content.